cliffcentral.com. So I'm very pleased to see Phil. How are you, Phil? Morning, guys. Fun you. Yeah, what's happening, man? How's Ermelo this morning? Yeah, very frosty, eh? Yeah, chilly. <laughs> Uh, but don't you guys have like... Uh, in, <laughs> I feel like that's an understatement. Isn't Pumalanga always warm? Uh, Aren't you guys always in the, in the, in the like, warmest weather belt? No, well, we're, we're not on the low felt, we're on the high felt. So, yeah, it's change of scenery. Yeah. Okay. How far is Ermelo? How long does it take you to get to Joburg when you come here? Uh, about two hours. Two hours Joburg, two hours Pretoria. So, yes. Okay, so I, I was expecting a different answer from you. I was expecting depends what car I'm using. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. All right. So Phil, Phil came to visit me this week, and um, you know I don't have a car anymore because thank God he managed to sell my car. And by the way, thanks for that. That's saving me a ton of money every month. But the the exciting thing is that finally my father is proud of the car that I'm driving because he has only ever, as far as I can remember, in the whole history of my my relationship with my dad, as far back as I can go, he's always had a Bucky. And and there's so many South oh, African, so many South African men who just have Buckies. They won't drive anything else. But he's never had this kind of Bucky. And you've actually, you got me a what is this? A Mercedes X Class? Is that what the, the, the that's what this is? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So you got the you got the big boy. I mean, um, I've given you the the V6. Uh, yeah, which is the which is the Mercedes engine and Mercedes gearbox. Uh, yeah, three liter V6. So yeah, how do you like it so far? I love it. I feel like I could go to war in this thing. It is such a, oh. it's a monster. First of all, see, when you switch it on, it like it growls. And even when you, I keep on driving it thinking I'm in four wheel drive or that I'm in like sport mode or something because it, it growls under me the whole time. And it's a powerful vehicle. First of all, I'm high up off the ground. It's got these monstrous tires on it. It's um, it's a bucky, so you could you could load stuff on the back, but it's a double cab, so you've actually got all the benefits of a car as well. And I've never been a bucky oh. driver. I've never driven a bucky in my life before, except when I borrowed my dad's bucky for like deliveries or picking something up or whatever. I really like mm-hmm. this car. Now, the, the the interesting thing about it is, um, and and one of the reasons we're doing this with Phil is to introduce me, but in, also to introduce you to all the various. Uh, cars that they have, first of all, at his dealership, but more generally, some of the things that you may not have thought about. This X-Class is, um, they're actually, they're, they're, aren't they going out of, they're going out of print, so to speak. They're, they're about to stop this line. It's the end of the line. There are only how many left in the whole country for sale? Correct, yeah. I mean, so, well, it was a, obviously, it was a global initiative. Um, the Buckies were built in Argentina, if I can remember correctly, in South America. Uh-huh. And uh, so, I mean, I, I, well, if you've been to Europe, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that Buckies is not big in Europe. No, they, I mean, hardly, no, they hardly have any mm, Buckies in Europe. The only people who have no, them are like uh, people in construction. Absolutely. So, yeah, Bucky, Buckies is, uh, was like focused on, on the South American market. Uh, as well as Australia and, and Africa, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think uh, that uh, well, well, uh, national or internationally, the the sales were unexpected. So I think it was just a profitable exercise for for Mercedes Benz worldwide. So they decided to to stop production of the X class. Um, so so people people will get afraid of this and say, "Listen, I'm not going to buy this vehicle anymore because it's discontinued." But I mean. 
Every vehicle you drive, every vehicle on the road gets discontinued after a couple of yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, but we panic when we hear that it's being discontinued. So how, exactly. many, how many of them are still around? And, and because it's such a uh, – look, one of the good things about these things being discontinued is that it means that the price for the ones that are in the market goes up. Absolutely. And, and people, oh. people want them and they want to buy them before they can't get their hands on them. Correct. I mean, so there was a, there was a nice story. I mean, there was this 1968 – uh, it was called a ponton bucky. Uh, I, I can show you a picture of it. Yeah. And uh, my 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 father bought it on a on a used stand in somewhere there in Pretoria North for ten thousand rand. Yeah. And uh, got it fixed up and everything. And we had a we had a uh, Englishman from 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 Britain that was there the other day at the dealership. Walked by and says, "Listen, can I buy this bucky?" And he says, "Well, what is it worth?" He says, "No, around about hundred thousand." What? Wow. So I mean, no. So it's it literally it's it's a, it's a question of supply and demand. So my bet is, as soon as the last one has been sold, the value is going to go up because you're never going to get the Mercedes. So it will become a bit of a collector's item. Yeah. That's that's. That's my bet, yeah. I mean, I believe so, yeah. All right. So, first of all, I mean, we know in South Africa people love their buckies, um, but we also know there are only so many of these things left. So, give us some of the features. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe these things, and, and there's a lot of language here that will appeal to petrol heads. So, tell me about – it's not to 100 in apparently 7.5 seconds. That's a hell of a speed for a bucky. Correct, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, so 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 you get different models, different different specs, different extras. So it's it's quite model specific. So I mean, we can probably give you like more detail and on on pricing, extras, and and, and specs if you're phoning. You can go manual, automatic, four by four, four by two, yeah, uh, two twenty, two fifty, three fifty on the engine sizes and kilowatts, newtons, all differs. So yeah, it's it's quite a mouthful. But it's a, it's a useful car, this. I mean, what kind of people would buy it? Because it's a utility vehicle in terms of being a bucky, but it's also got lots of space inside, so it could just be a normal car for people, and that's a nice um, overlap. There's a lot of Correct. There's a lot of functionality so there. Right. Yeah. What we found, I mean, from, from the sales from our side is, is, is people buy it as a status symbol, not really as a, as a practical bucky, you know, I mean, that they can use on a daily basis. Yeah. Take away garbage in your yard or what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Status is important when it comes to your average Mercedes Benz customer. And when you think about it, yes, you might need a big vehicle to move things around or your daily uses, but you also don't want to be feeling like you're driving a bucky. And Good. that's what I, I know differs with something like this. You still get that luxury that Mercedes is known for, but it doesn't feel like hmm. old McDonald had a farm and a bucky. <laughs> Exactly. So, so Gareth, let's take your car for instance. I mean, the the, the GLC you had. Um, I was. So, I, I gave that up very um, reluctantly. Eh? <laughs> I like driving that thing. It was great. Except, no, it is. Except I, that when you when you took it away, I forgot to deactivate it on my phone because you know there's this app where you can actually <laughs> lock and unlock the car, and and then it said to me, I think yesterday or the day before, like. Your car is unlocked. So out of habit, I locked it. But then <gasps> I locked it with poor Phil in Ermelo, and he, he had to go and get the spare keys. <laughs> left the key so that was stupid. But shows you how technology has made – like I still – I was thinking the car is still in my driveway. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, great. But a great car. So I interrupted you. You were saying the GLC. No, no, no. So, I mean, if you, if you take the GLC, for instance, I mean, uh, and compare it to the X-Class – 
um, well, it's it's a totally different ride, and, and and it's it's not the same vehicle. But I mean, you can pick up the the X three fifty with the V six model now for plus minus three hundred thousand rand cheaper than the GLC. Sure, which will make you think twice. You know, be if you if you go and look at the bucky. I mean, because you've got size, you've got you're sitting high, as you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, you can do four by four and this and this and this. So, yeah. That's no, very cool. Tell me what, because you've got all these cars in your, in your dealership the whole time. I'm always, you guys get like an overview. What's your favorite car to drive? Well, uh, I like the big cars. I mean, at the moment, we've just launched, launched the new GLS, which is the seven seater, sure. uh, which is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's fantastic, and obviously all the AMGs. It's difficult to to make a decision on one model specific. So yeah, I mean your sports cars, everything's got got a different attribute. So it's, yeah, but uh, I think at the moment GLS, yeah, GLS five eighty. It's a it, it that's a nice looking car. Is that is that the kind of that's the top level SUV? Well, yes, you can say that. Yeah, it's it's a seven seater. It's 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 bigger than the GLE. So you get GLA, GLC, GLE, and then obviously GLS. Jeez, that, which yeah. that interior looks phenomenal. Yeah, wonderful. We'll see if we can get you one for for a Jesus. couple of days. All right. Well, that sounds yeah. great. And and do you? I mean, when you when you've got all these things on the floor of the the dealership, and obviously they need driving. You know, they're not going to sit there. That's not good for them. And if you're not selling them, then someone needs to drive them. Do you ever uh, drive the shittier ones as well? I mean, like by shittier, I just mean further down the line that you, you know, maybe there's one that just isn't selling. Do, do, well, do, do, do you feel bad for it and take it out like it's the ugly stepchild? Oh, sure. You can't you can't really drive a new car because if you drive it then it's not new anymore. So what we we drive we drive a demonstration vehicle or the used car vehicle. So but I mean you get an overall feel of everything because you've got the, the same models in your pre owned lot than you do on your new car floor as well. So I mean you get to drive everything. It's not I mean it, it sounds wonderful to drive a new car every day, but I mean it's got its disadvantages as well. I mean you never you always lose your keys in your wallet and this and this and this in, in, if, you, if you change cars on a daily basis. So, yeah. Hey, can you can you hang around and, and join us with George Meany just now? Because I, I cool. think you two probably get along. Just quickly, you, you I saw your profile picture on your WhatsApp. You've got a huge big – you go fishing. You've got a huge big <laughs> fish in your on your hands there. Yeah. Like yeah, someone who's yeah. – what is that? Like, what kind of fish is that? Yeah, it's a tiger fish. If I, remember, I, I can't remember when I changed my profile picture the last time. I think it's a – I think I still had hair then. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a tiger fish. It was somewhere there in a, a close to Kasane and on the Chobe River or the Chobe National Park. Okay. Right about, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Great. That's amazing. Cliffcentral.com.